بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم أجمعين الكتاب الرياض الصالحين لسيدنا الإمام النووي رحمه الله تعالى ونفعنا به إلى أن قال so this is hadith number 10 وعن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم صلاة الرجل في جامعة تزيد على صلاته في سوقه وبيتي بدعا وعشرين درجة So this is narrated by Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said the prayer which a person offers in congregation is more than 20 times superior to his salah, his prayer in that at work or at home. وَذَلِكَ أَنَّ أَحَدَّهُمْ إِذَا تَوَضَّعَ فَأَحْسَنَ الْوَضُوءَ ثُمَّ أَتَى الْمَسْجِدَ لَا يُرِيدُ إِلَّا الصَّلَاةَ لَا يَنْهَزُهُ إِلَّا الصَّلَاةُ لَمْ يَخْدُ خُطْبَةً إِلَّا رُفِعْ لَهُ بِهَا الدَّرَجَةَ وَحُتَّ عَنْهُ بِهَا خَطِيئَةً حَتَّى يَدْخُلُ الْمَسْجِدَ the reason for this is, is that when a person performs a good wudu, performs wudu well, proceeds to the masjid, to the mosque, with the sole intention of offering prayer, and nothing except prayer urges him on, then for every step that he takes, his rank is elevated by a degree, and a sin is wiped off his record until he enters into the masjid. فَإِذَا دَخَلَ الْمَسْجِدْ كَانَ فِي الصَّلَاةِ مَا كَانَتَ الصَّلَاةُ هِيَ تَحْبِسُهُ and once he enters into the masjid, he is considered to be in salah as long as the salah keeps him in the masjid. And so the angels continue to supplicate for him as long as he remains seated in the place where he offered his prayer, saying, Oh Allah, be merciful to him. Oh Allah, forgive him. Oh Allah, accept his repentance. This continues as long as he does not harm anyone and as long as he does not nullify his wudu. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. This is one of the great ahadith that indicate the merit of that praying in congregation, which is one of the most important things of all. But the context of the hadith is especially in the masjid or in the musalla, the place of prayer, where people come together to perform one of the this great sha'ira and sacred symbols of this religion. And so the Prophet is indicating here, bid'an wa'ishirin. And the word bid'a in Arabic, for those learning Arabic know, that this is from three to ten, and other grammarians say from three to nine. It could be any one of these numbers, and it's clarified by other hadith that it's either 25, 26, or 27 times uh, greater than praying in one's home or praying where someone is conducting some type of trade or business at work or wherever it might be. And so this is an encouragement for us to pray in jama'ah. And if we can't make the masjid or the place of prayer, at very least we should pray with one other person, preferably more, uh, at home or wherever it is that we are praying. And then there's a discussion here of our Prophet spoke about wudu. But he said, فَأَحْسَنَ الْوُضُوءُ You perform that wudu well. And the ulama say that that means is that you perform all of its sunan, its recommended measures, and its adab, and its etiquettes, the details of which is studied in the chapters of fiqh that relate to wudu. And then someone comes to the masjid. لَا يُرِيدْ إِلَّا الصَّلَاةِ The only intention for them is to come for salah. 
The only thing that's motivating them to come is salah. What will be the reward if that's the case? Note that every step that they take, it will raise them in degree. And every step that they take, it will be a means for one of their sins to be removed until they enter into the masjid. Which is also indicates is that it's good to walk to the masjid if someone is able to do so. But as we heard people say, inshallah, if we're driving to the masjid because of distance, inshallah, every step or every turn of the wheel that will have the same merit, bi'idhnillahi ta'ala. But what a blessing. Every khutwah, and you could say the Arabs say khutwah or khatwah, both are permissible to say linguistically. And every step that you take, yani you're raised in one degree. And that every step that you take, you have a khati'ah, a sin that is uh, that expiated. And then once someone enters into the masjid, the reality is even if you're not praying, that you are in prayer as long as the only reason that you're there is for prayer. Indicating this is a good thing to that arrive a little bit early so that we pray our sunnahs, we're waiting for the prayer, we're waiting for the imam to come. The reality is, is that you're in prayer. And then on top of all of that, Allah Taala subjugates the malaika, the angels, yusallun, which literally means the prayer, to pray upon. And that many ulama say that this refers to their istighfar, they're seeking forgiveness for you, but also in a more general meaning, not just seeking forgiveness, that they pray for you. Because we see this clarified in this specific hadith. As long as you're in the same majlis, the same place, where it is that you're praying, the angels will continue to pray upon you. And the Prophet even described what type of supplication they make. Allahumma arhamhu. Oh Allah, have mercy upon him. Allahumma gfirlahu. That oh Allah, forgive him. Allahumma tub alayhi. Oh Allah, relent towards him. But there's only two conditions. Malim yu'dhi You can't harm anyone. Speak ill about anyone. Do anything to harm someone. Malim yuhdithi. And as long as that we remain in a state of tahara and purification. So this is one of the uh, great uh, the ahadith of the merit of, of prayer and coming to prayer, to pray in the masjid and the musalla and praying in congregation. And then we have in hadith number 11, وَعَنَا بِالْعَبَّاسِ عَبْدِ اللَّهِ بِنْ عَبَّاسِ بِنْ عَبْدَ الْمَطَّدَبِ عَنْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ فِيمَا يَرْوِهِ عَنْ رَبِّهِ تَبَارِكَ وَتَعَالَى so this is narrated by Abdullah ibn Abbas, the great Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi one of the Mukthirin bin Riwayah. We said that there were seven of them. This is an additional one that he narrates 16, 1,660 hadith. And that he was a young man when the Prophet passed away, that uh, most scholars say that he was 13 years old, and that he was born the three years, radiallahu anhu, that before the hijrah of the Prophet So this is what is known as a hadith qudsi. And a hadith qudsi, the ulama differ, is that uh, is the wording, its exact wording directly from Allah or is it from the Rasul This is a mabhath of musal al-hadith. Uh, but many scholars say is that the Prophet receives revelation and then he'll, in, in this particular sense, when it comes to the Hadith Qudsi, and then he'll put it into his words, Sallallahu, with his words, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And it's definitely considered to be uh, one of the uh, forms of revelation that our Prophet receives, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And it's in the, he speaks though in the first person. And this is why that there's a special way that we, that refer to it, Fima Yarwihi An Rabbihi Ta'ala. That who, as he narrates it from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
And then they talk about the degrees. The highest form of revelation is the Quran. And the Quran differs from the Hadith Qudsi in several ways. Um, that one of them being is that you can touch a Hadith Qudsi without wudu. It's a haram. Whereas that in ayah from the Quran, if you don't have wudu, it's impermissible to touch. Even if it's not, even if it's in a book of knowledge. Carrying it is something else. But let's say that there was an ayah in, in a book that's impermissible without wudu to touch even an ayah. Uh, of the Quran, whereas this is not the case with the Hadith Qudsi. And also, that the jazz of the Quran, its inimitable nature that is special to the Quran. Uh, whereas, that even though that the Hadith Qudsi are great, that it doesn't have that same quality of jazz. And the Quran has always been narrated with tawatir by so many chains of narration in every single generation, you're absolutely certain about what it is that you are reciting from Allah Tabarakadada's book. And they also mention is that the Quran always came via uh, Sayyidina Jibreel alayhi salam. And there's other differences that they mention as well. So this is a Hadith Qudsi and they usually have special meanings that relate to the path. So in this Hadith Qudsi that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that our Prophet وسلم, that narrates from Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَتَبَتْ حَسَنَاتِ وَسَيَّاتِ ثُمَّ بَيِّنَ ذَلِكَ Allah has recorded the good and evil deeds and then explained them. فَمَنْ هَمَّ بِحَسَنَةٍ فَنَمْ يَعْمَلْهَا كَتَبَهَ اللَّهُ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَلَنْهُ حَسَنَ كَامِلَةً Whoever intends doing a good deed but does not carry it out, Allah Azawajal records it as a complete good deed. When hamma biha fa'amilaha katabaha Allahu ashra hasanati ila sibmi and dipfan ila dafan kadira. However, if he intends doing a good deed and then carries it out, Allah Azawajal records ten good deeds to seven hundred good deeds and multiplies it many times over. Whoever intends doing an evil good deed but does not carry it out. Allah records it as a complete good deed. But if he intends doing an evil deed and carries it out, Allah records it as one evil deed. And so this is one of the hadith that, that teach us about the mercy of Allah wa ta'ala, that His mercy has outstripped His wrath. So in the case of doing good deeds, is that if it reaches the point where there's hem, where you intend to do a good action, and that you're unable to do it, subhanAllah, Allah wa ta'ala still gives you that reward for it. And that if you look at the subtleties of this hadith, and that the highest degree is to have an intention to do a good deed and to do it. And when that's the case, is that Allah says, that endahu, yet in His presence. And in other words, that this is a, a way of honoring this individual who did that good deed and honoring that good deed because it was done solely for His sake, that it's written in His presence, hasanatan kamina, that one complete good deed. Whereas that when He talks about the, uh, uh, the, uh, that, um, sorry, this is if he doesn't do it, just so that someone thinks that if they, they're not going to get reward for having intended a good deed and not done it, Allah Ta'ala says, endahu, in his presence, indicating that we should make intentions and hopefully also do it. But then if someone does do it, 
then this is where each good deed is rewarded tenfold to seven hundredfold to many other that that uh, that many other fold Allah Ta'ala multiplies Allah multiplies the rewards of his servants for those whom he pleases subhanahu wa ta'ala and then it's about the degree of our sincerity and presence with Allah that will indicate to what degree that reward we're going to receive for that particular form of worship and then from the blessing of Allah if someone has an intention to do something wrong and doesn't do it he gets a reward that with Allah Taala, and then if someone does do a bad deed, is that it? Can, it's it's Allah Taala that it has it written uh, as one bad deed, and this is why they talk about some of the ulama five stages of human action. The first is what's called hajis, and this is where just someone just has like a stray thought, and then if someone starts to really deliberate and think about doing that particular thing it starts to linger in the mind this is what is called a khatr and then when it's related to whether someone wants to do that action or not this is hadith and nafs internal speech and then when it comes to intention this was also known as the hem the niya the qast or the hem and then azam is the resolution to actually do that act in and of itself from the blessing of allah ta'ala we're not taking into account for the hajis, the khatar, or the hadith and nafs. So just that straight thought or when it actually starts to solidify in the mind or even when that we're deliberating and going back and forth whether or not we're going to do it. It's only when it reaches that point of hem that we are started to that take into account for it. But then if we stop short after having intended to do a bad deed, Allah Ta'ala still gives us a reward. Tabarak wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah. What a merciful Lord we have. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq and to fill our heart with light. Ya Arhamur Rahmin. And bless us to work and to do that everything is do we do solely for His sake with the utmost sincerity. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah. 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 Alhamdulillah.